Hello, my friend. Before we get into the Hairstylist Rising podcast, I have to tell you a secret. I just launched a brand new podcast called The Visionary Rising. You are going to love this new podcast if you're ready for beyond the basics marketing, business, mindset, and visibility for creative entrepreneurs, including hairstylists, educators, coaches, photographers, and online business owners. And Hairstylist Rising will remain a place where you can listen in on conversations with industry leaders, whereas the actual marketing and mindset lessons from yours truly will mostly exist over on the new show. So make sure you go follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. The Visionary Rising was born because I realized that although we come from similar backgrounds in terms of a lot of us being hairstylists, we need to stop seeing ourselves just as our job description and start seeing ourselves for who we truly are. In my community, I realized the thing we have in common isn't just the beauty industry. It's that we are visionaries, we are creatives with heart, we have so much purpose and a burning desire to make a huge impact. We want to build businesses that give us the lifestyles that we dream about and also start a ripple effect for our clients and communities. Now, here's the fun thing. I've actually created a bunch of bonus content for you, and all you have to do is hit subscribe on the Visionary Rising podcast over on your favorite podcast player and leave a rating so I can see what you think. Then just send me a DM and DM me a screenshot over on Instagram on the brand new page, The Visionary Rising, and we'll send your bonus goodies over. I am so excited for you to listen into this new show. We have just dropped three incredible episodes to celebrate our launch. So pause this, go check out The Visionary Rising, and we can get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. As you know, one of my main missions as an educator and as a podcast host is to empower hairstylists and beauty professionals to build a truly captivating brand that allows them to run their business on their own terms. And today we're diving into a really interesting topic that I've actually gotten quite a few questions on, which is, should you invest in a brand shoot as a hairstylist? Now, I brought on a special guest for you for today's episode, and that guest is Jamie Cornish, who is a brand photographer and marketing agency owner in my local area. So she's going to give a different perspective and help answer some questions. By the end of this episode, you're going to know what the benefits are of having professional photos and whether or not it's worth investing in them. You're going to know how to find the perfect photographer for you, and you're going to learn how to get the most out of your shoot, including what to wear, what to bring, how to prepare, and even what shots to ask for, as well as we're going to talk about content and what to do with your photos once you have them. So today's episode is jam-packed, and I highly recommend grabbing a notebook for this one because you're going to have extreme clarity on whether or not you should take this move in your business. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that my on-demand class, How to Build an Aligned Clientele as a Hairstylist, is available on my website, jodybrown.ca, as well as linked in the show notes and the link in bio on my Instagram page. So if you haven't checked out this incredible free class yet, 
I highly recommend that you do because we dive into what it looks like to really connect with the perfect clients and build a business on your own terms as a beauty professional. All right, so if you haven't taken this class yet, make sure you go and sign up. It's totally free and available on demand. So you can watch it right now as soon as you're done listening to this episode. Without further ado, let's dive into should you invest in a brand shoot as a hairstylist? You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today, too. It's my pleasure to be here. I'm excited to talk about all things brand photography and how to best get ready for that photo shoot. And it's really funny, actually, because Jamie and I actually met because of a brand shoot. (laughs) So I can't wait to pick your brain. I think you've got such a unique eye. And before we get started, can you just introduce yourself to my listeners and just tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're about? Yeah. So I am Jamie Cornish. I am a brand photographer here in Edmonton, Alberta. I also run a marketing agency with my husband for the beauty industry. So so amazing that we can connect on so many levels here. But photography was my and is my first love. So though I'm not really taking on very many new clients anymore, I feel like I have a ton of kind of things in my brain that I can share and uh, hopefully give you some some tips and tricks to take into your next branding photo shoot. Oh, I'm so excited to get into this. First of all, for anyone who has yet to invest in a brand shoot, who might be listening, who's seen the pretty photos on Instagram, but is like, do I really need this? Do I not need this? Can I do it myself? How would you explain the benefits of investing into a brand photo shoot and brand photography? Yes. Okay. So what are the benefits of investing in brand photography? So I would say right off the bat, number one, it is going to internally help you feel like that CEO that you are. It will allow you to show up like in a big way on socials, on your website, you know, and there's like, there's a balance, right? Because on socials, people want to see the real you mostly, right? But we can use them as like real cover photos or on your website. You want that to be like a professional place where when somebody comes, it instills confidence in their decision to work with you. And so having professional photos, it it's like, oh, they, you know, they invest in their brand. They invest in themselves. So it just elevates your, your brand immediately, just the quality of, you know, who, who you're showing up at as in in the business world. And so like I remember 
I did a photo shoot here in Edmonton and I got the photos back. And this was one of my first photo shoots, if not my very first one that I did for myself. And I was a photographer for years and I had never done one for myself. And I was like, I should do this. Right. But it's so funny because I got these photos back and I'm like, holy, like that girl is like confident and like, she looks strong and she looks like she knows what she's talking about. And I'm like, wow, it really allowed me to see kind of myself through someone else's eyes. And when we can see ourselves through the way other people see us, it immediately will elevate. Like I was like, you know, that girl's a CEO and and that's who I decided I'm going to show up that way all the time now. And so, yeah, I would say that that's like the number one reason to go, to go for it is just like, you're going to have this, you know, gallery of photos that you can use for anywhere you need online. And when you post them, you're going to feel so good when you post them. Absolutely. And one of my favorite ways actually from a social media perspective to use brand photos is I find that some of my top performing posts and some of the ones that start the most conversations with my community are overlaying quotes and statements over top of brand photos. So I think there's so many different ways that you can use them in order to, you know, create content. And then also I love having high res photos for a website because my friend Piper, she is a brand designer. So she creates websites and brand palettes and all of the things. And in our conversations in the past, we've kind of come back to that your social media humanizes your brand and then your website legitimizes your brand. So I love what you said about that like CEO, like stepping into your business owner self. And I think that is really conveyed when you have those professional photos. So I love that. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You nailed it. And like the ways you can use your brand photos. Oh my gosh, there's so many, but that's a really, really good one. When you overlay something or you use your brand photos, like in a graphic of some kind, they convert so well. And the other thing is like, if you have a photo of yourself that you really like, or like, you know, a gallery of photos that you're like, yeah, you know, I have like about 10 of these photos that I love of myself. Mm -hmm. When you're scrolling on social media, like if all you have are like before and after photos or stock photos from whatever website, that doesn't build trust in your clients. And so the kind of rule of thumb is every nine photos you post, one should be of you and you should be talking about your personal brand. And so if you have photos that you love, it's a lot easier to do that. That is so true. I love that because like you said, it's going to give you, you know, sometimes it can be scary to put yourself out there. And as a lot of my students, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners have dealt with this in the past where it's like, I want to show up, but like, I'm not super confident. I don't love the photos of myself that I have. And you're right in saying that if you have some photos that make you feel confident and great about yourself and like a professional, it's going to be a lot easier for you to post them because this is I mean, I talk about this all the time on the podcast. It is absolutely vital that people can put a face to a name when they come into your marketing sphere. It's so important, especially in the beauty industry. Like, I think we're one of the industries that we are, 
you know, it's almost the last really, really personal industry. Like you come in and like you're one-on-one with a client and, you know, they share so much of themselves and their lives with you that that relationship, like you almost need to kind of pre-build trust because I, I don't think that I would book an appointment with someone if I had no idea who that person was. Like I need to feel some kind of connection first. And, yeah. you know, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, a lot of people, a lot of your clients or potential clients feel the same way. So I love that. Thank you for sharing. So my next question, Jamie, <laughs> is <laughs> how – because I have listeners from all over the world, from the UK, from the US, from, you know, like places in Finland, Denmark, like all over the world, Canada. Mm-hmm. And so obviously not everyone can use the same brand photographer, no matter how yes. amazing they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you go about finding a photographer that is going to give you the results that you want in your local area? Yeah, I love that. How to find a photographer for you, no matter where you are in your local area. The very first thing that comes to mind for me is knowing your own brand. So what is the aesthetic of your brand? And what I mean by that is like, are you a, is your Instagram profile full of like dark moody photos? You know, do you use dark moody filters in your stories, all of those things, then you're going to want to find a photographer that has that style of photography. If your style of, you know, brand is light, bright, fun, then you're going to want to find a photographer, like just first off without even like knowing who the photographer is. That style is super important because some people will think when they're booking a photo shoot, like, oh, I like this person and her photos are pretty, but then they go to that photographer and they're like, I need it like this. And most photographers have a specific style that they shoot in. And so asking them to do an edit that's outside of what that style is, is actually really, really hard for that photographer. And they'll often turn you away because it's not what they do. So number one, define your brand style and then find photos that you like from a photographer that look like that. Number one. Yeah, I love that. Number two, I would say would be, you know, like do your research as if, you know, your clients are going to do their research on you. It's going to be the same thing. So follow, you know, find those photos. You can like put in Instagram hashtag, you know, photographers in your area or brand photographers in your area. And you can find those people. If you find, you know, a few that have that style that you like, go watch their stories, you know, look at their highlights, look at their reviews, check out their Google profile, make sure that when you're working with somebody, they're aligned with you energetically. And I know that that sounds like maybe a little woo woo, but I am a little woo woo. So (laughs) yes, good. But yeah, like you want to be able to vibe with this person because you know, you're trusting. It's like, it's the same kind of connection and relationship when somebody sits in your chair and you cut, like they cut your hair. It's like, I'm trusting you not to like make me look bad. It's the same thing. You want to be able to go in and trust them that they're going to do, you know, magic with you and you're going to leave feeling great. And then the last thing I would say is make sure that energetic alignment, you know, works with like, what are the things that you're, you know, that the five things you're most concerned about when it comes to your photo shoot? So like some people might be, can you hear that? Nope. Okay, good. Sorry. I had a no- notification come up. I'm like, oh, I hope that's oh, yeah, no. interrupting us. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so yes. So when you're like, 
working with that person, you want to make sure that like, okay, I, you know, I'm insecure about X, Y, Z, you know, I feel like I'll be really nervous or I don't want to look at the camera. You know, that makes me feel really like uneasy. So like working with a photographer, that's going to set out some time. Most brand photographers now will have like an onboarding or a welcome call where they're going to go over, like, what do you want to achieve from this photo shoot? And that's a really great opportunity for you to talk to them about these things that you're really concerned about. If it's your very first photo shoot, especially, you know, I'm really nervous or whatever that looks like. And if they can make you feel really good in that call, then, you know, at the photo shoot, they're going to be be able to make you feel comfortable or like having some tips and tricks that are going to help ease that. Because most people like getting your photo taken, it's not a comfortable thing to do. Like even as a photographer, when I get my photos done, I'm still like, oh, where do I look? What do I do with my hands? Like all of those things. So having somebody who's just going to like have your back and make you feel comfortable in whichever areas you you need that in, I would say that's a really good thing to keep in mind. That's such a good point to bring up because it's so – one of my best friends is a photographer actually and she always – we always talk about how people are like, oh, your camera takes great – such great photos or whatever. As if (laughs) – like the only thing you do as a photographer is like click a button but in reality, it's like <laughs> photographers, especially people who specialize in portrait photography, making people comfortable and like pulling people out of their, you know, shell and helping them get great photos. Like that's part of the experience. I've had stylists who said like, oh, like I'm really, I don't want to do one because I'm not good at posing. And if you're listening and that thought has ever entered your head, like great photographers that's part of the magic. Like they'll pull that out of you and help you feel confident and help you pose and, you know, figure out what looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has to be a professional model to have great brand photos. 100%. I agree with that. It is part of the magic and it is part of like it's part of being a great photographer. You have to be able to meet people where they're at and then pull the magic out of them. That would be one more thing I would say when you're looking at a photographer and like having your budget in mind, but also me, like if you find the perfect photographer for you and they're a little bit out of your budget, maybe put it off and save up a little bit more and invest. Because if you go with a photographer just based on price, oftentimes you're going to end up with photos you you don't like and you won't use. And so it's a, it's a waste of money. So I would say like when you're choosing, make sure you choose for, you know, the right reasons and then when, when budget comes into play, like there's a photographer that I would, I absolutely am dying to work with. She's quite expensive, but I'm just saving up and I'm going to work with her because she's the one who I know will pull that magic out of me. And that's what I need. I love that. And then if you're someone who, where budget is like a, a major concern too, like if you're following photographers, like I know that a lot of the photographers I've seen will do very, very occasional like marathon sessions or mini sessions. So get on their mailing yeah. list while you're in that process. Cause you never know like what could happen. And you, yes, you get way less photos, of course, and it's less of a personal experience, but you're still going to have that opportunity. So I wouldn't immediately discount someone because like you said, you can either save up till it is in the budget or sometimes these really cool opportunities to work with them in a smaller way can come up as well. Yeah, I will say too, like, so it's not brand photography that this happened with, but when my husband and I were engaged, we were in Hawaii and I was like, I want engagement photos like in Hawaii. Like it was like my, my thing, but we had like 10 days there. 
So I didn't have time to like save up. And it was like, we were there and I was like, I want to do this. So I reached out to the photographer I wanted to work with and just asked her like, you know, your, your packages are out of my budget, but is there any way we could work together? Could you do like, you know, a shorter session with less photos or whatever uh, would work for you that, you know, so that we could have these, like this magical moment captured. And some photographers will, like she worked with us. We figured out a budget that worked. She gave me a package that aligned with like, you know, what, what that would be for value for her. She felt good. I felt good. We got these incredible photos and it was the best. So don't be afraid to like reach out to that photographer and just say, you know what, your current packages, they're not quite, you know, within my budget right now, but I'm, you know, I love your work and I I really want to work with you. And is there any way that, you know, we could create something that, that would work for both of us. And every once in a while, like it might, they might say, you know, unfortunately not or whatever, but you know, maybe they might say yes. So definitely reach out. I love that. And I really love too, I want to kind of underline your point about like finding a style that works for you. Cause the analogy that came up for me is like, if a client came in and you were say a balayage specialist and they're like, Ooh, I want this like all over lightning and a vivid color. And you'd be like, what? That's not what I do. Why did you choose me? I feel like that's very similar to asking a photographer to totally change their editing style. Just find someone whose style already is in alignment because that's going to give them the opportunity because photographers are artists, like like stylists, like beauty pros, like makeup artists, right? We have our unique style and unique magic. And so I just wanted to underline that point. So my next question, and I think this is going to be so helpful. So if you want to break out your notepad, now would be a great time. (laughs) How do you prepare to get the best out of your brand shoot? So you have found the perfect photographer. You have psyched yourself up. You are ready to go. You're excited, a little nervous, but you want to get the most out of this shoot what do you do? Like, what do you wear? How, do, what do you bring? What are, give us all the tea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spilling all the tea on how to prepare for your photo shoot. So yeah, you found the perfect photographer. You're so excited, a little bit nervous. Now what? Okay. The first thing. Okay. Oh my gosh. This is, I have so many wardrobe. Wardrobe number one is going to make or break your shoot. So wear clothes that fit you, that you feel really confident and comfortable in. Super, super, Mm -hmm. super important. Also wear clothes that represent your brand. So, you know, if you're, if you're like a casual hairstylist and you wear jeans and t-shirts every day, like wear jeans and t-shirts to your photo shoot as well. But I would also say stretch out from there and have something, you know, like I usually will say have, you know, a more kind of professional polished look and then have a like comfortable, you know, more lifestyle, like everyday look as well. And Mm -hmm. I would even say like, if you're unsure working with a a stylist is a really, really great way to ensure that you have, you know, four or five really strong, awesome outfits that are going to work for your photo shoot. And a lot of stylists, they won't, they, they don't make you buy new clothes. They can come into your own closet and work with what you've already got and create this, you know, outfit plan for that photo shoot. I would say when you're thinking about your photo shoot, like the, the thing that to me is a really important piece is like, what do you actually want your audience to know? Like, why are you taking these photos? 
So when you're talking about like, okay, you know, I, I want to talk about these five things to my audience, yeah. choose, you're, you're building your photo shoot around that. So mm-hmm. have outfits that align with those particular topics, if that makes sense. <clears throat> the next thing would be get hair and makeup. So, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking to the the right people here, but like yeah. get your hair and makeup professionally done. Like just do it. It will, when I get my hair and makeup professionally done, I'm like a new woman. I'm like, Same. I better go on a date tonight. Like I am feeling good. So if you can show up with that energy for your photo shoot, feeling your absolute best, that will make you feel better about your photos. And it's also when the camera sees you it doesn't see you the way like your mirror does. So having hair and makeup done and even feeling like, oh, this is so much, like that's fine because the camera, it like downplays it. So when you have hair and makeup done, it's your camera will see it differently. I don't, does that make sense? Am I like- yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Really yeah. When you get your makeup done, typically it's a lot more makeup than you would wear on mm-hmm. a continual basis. Even it's so funny because a lot of my really close friends are makeup artists as well, and so mm-hmm. I used to work weddings, and so makeup was a big thing. And I think like even you know when you get shown a photo that's like, oh, I love this really natural looking makeup. Really, it's probably like still seven layers of product that's just Mm -hmm. blended really well and applied really well. If you feel like you're wearing a little bit too much makeup when you get it done, then it's probably going to look super great and natural on camera. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And like I've had clients in the past who are like, I don't wear makeup at all. Like I don't really want to do that. And I'm never going to force anybody. But for me, like it doesn't matter because you can still show up every day in your stories, like totally authentic to who you are, how much makeup you wear. But when you're using those photos, you're elevating your brand. Right. (laughs) What are the other things that you need to think about? Should you come with a shot list? Should you get these photos at multiple locations? Like let's, let's talk through that a little bit. Yeah. So location, that conversation, like when you're choosing a location for your photo shoot, that will be a conversation you have with your photographer. Your photographer in your local area is going to know, you know, different studios, you know, here in Edmonton, oftentimes we'll shoot in like a show home because show homes are like beautifully staged and always sparkly clean. So you don't have to worry about like, you know, your own home, which is great. But for, or like even for stylists, like you could do that in your, your studio, which would yes. be great. So just thinking about like, okay, that comes back to creating what what do you want to convey to your audience, yes. to your your client base? And then you bring that to your photographer and you guys will work out. Like I don't I don't know a photographer, a brand photographer that would not have a shot list. You're gonna create a shot list for sure. So yes, you'll have a really good kind of like understanding of how the photo shoot is gonna go before the photo shoot happens. Wow. So location, you wanna think about like, okay, what are we talking about. And I would say like in terms of props, absolutely like use tools of your trade for sure. You know, I've had stylists that I've done photo shoots for where we like had her blow dryer and her shears and, you know, like we had, a, you know, a model come in and she had some like foil yes. and pretended to like dye her hair. And that's, that's great. That is like a big piece of what you want to talk about, but you want to talk about more than that, right? You want to yes. talk about you and your personal brand and like why you started this 
business in the first place or why you love what you do. And so think about things that like represent you as a human. So like for me, that's like coffee. Like I love coffee to give me a day without coffee. I'm not the same person. And so like, you know, there's a photographer here local to me that uses like disco balls. And I'm like, that is so fun, right? Like it just allows you to like tap into like you as a person and things that make you different because everyone will have a photo of a client in their chair. So that's not a differentiator. Like you want to have those because it's important to like be able to use those in your, in your content. But like, that's not why somebody's going to pick you to be their, their stylist. They're going to pick you because of you as a person and like why, you know, oh, she loves coffee. I love coffee or like, oh, you know, like those, those kind of, you know, the disco ball, like, oh, that to me represents somebody who's really fun and outgoing. And that's like the type of vibe that I want, you know? So when you think about props for your photo shoot, really think outside the box, like have your kind of staples that are, you know, tools of your trade, but then, you know, outside of that, you know, who are you as a person and why would somebody choose you to do their hair or makeup, you know, outside of just being good at it? I love that. And I think I just want to add, because I saw this on one of my previous students, her page, where she had photos done in the area of the city that her studio was in. And the post that I saw was this photo of her outside kind of leaning on, I think it was like a lamppost or against like a brick wall or something. And essentially Mm -hmm. she was talking about why she chose this area to be where she opened her studio, what she loved about the area all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was a really great approach as well because anyone that sees that photo that's either from that area or frequents it or loves it because we're looking for local clients is going to instantly feel a connection as well. So really, I love your advice to think outside the box. And then I also wanted to kind of say too that if this sounds like a lot to do in one session, there's kind of a couple different ways you can go about it, right? You could either... Mm -hmm. Be someone who wants to get photo shoots more often, more regularly, and maybe, you know, maybe you stick to one location or maybe you try to find a photographer who has like a half-day package. I have a few friends who do this and they will go once a year and they'll take like seven outfits and do three different locations, you know, do a lipstick change in between and really just get their marketing and content photography needs out of the way for the year. So there's so many different ways to make it work for you. And the cool thing about those type of packages is most photographers who are doing those packages, the investment, yes, will be more, but oftentimes they'll have like a makeup artist and like a hair stylist that's going to come with you for the shoot. So like you could start your shoot with your hair down and then they'll pin it back and change your lips. And so it doesn't Mm -hmm. look like you've done everything in the same day, but you have. So it's really catered to like getting all of that content done for the whole year at once. Mm-hmm. That's what they cater to. There's also a lot of photographers who do like subscription packs. So you could do like one hour, one each quarter. And then, yeah. you know, then you're only thinking about the content that you want to have for that quarter. So you're not thinking that. about like, okay, every holiday I want to have a post about this. So we need to do this. And then every, you know, once a month I'm going to do, you know, this monthly special or whatever that is. You only have to think about like a quarter at a time as opposed to thinking about that whole year. Because oftentimes when you do those like big shoots, you're going to, you know, forget something or whatever. So yeah, those subscriptions are those like more frequent shoots are also really great too. I love that. So is there, are there specific times in a career 
or, you know, in a, when you're building a business that you think you should always get brand photos. Like for me, I think like new website, you're opening a suite, like anything that's kind of a milestone where you want to show up differently and you want to level up that to me screams like get a photo shoot. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. I would say yes. Anytime you have something big happen in your business or personally, I would absolutely, yeah, get the photo shoot. So I would say like, if you're just starting out and you're like, you know, this is brand new, I would say get started and then do the photo shoot as opposed to doing the photo shoot and then going through all the steps and then taking your first client. Because by the time you get your first client, you're going to be like, oh, I wish I had all these other photos. So kind of go through the process and then book that photo shoot because you'll have, as you're building it, you're going to think, okay, I want this photo for my website. And I want this photo for like this, you know, for the announcement or for the grand opening, that kind of stuff. So being able to really like purposefully choose the type of photos you want so that you Mm -hmm. can, you know, make the most out of your photo shoot, because at the end of the day, it's an investment. You don't want to just like throw money out the window and then get a few photos and then be like, I didn't really use any of those. I didn't really like them. So being purposeful about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can, I'll say this too. I'll add this from like a marketing perspective because I've had this happen with a few of my clients. I would try to get and just try to mention a couple different sizes of photos because sometimes if you get a shoot and they're all landscape or they're all portrait or they're all square, it can be difficult to like use them in as many different ways. So that's just one thing that I've, I've had difficulties with with clients in the past where it's like, okay, we want to put a banner on a website or a sales page or something like that. And you can't because they're all they're all portraits. Yeah. So that's yeah. one thing is like if you know what you're going to do with your photos, try to get at least a couple, like even if they're mostly for social, try to get at yeah. least a couple landscape, I would say. Would you agree? There's yes, 100% have both portrait and landscape and make sure your photographer knows that like as a photographer myself I shoot in portrait a lot and I work with a lot of businesses who are updating their websites and so I visit like I'm like don't forget to shoot landscape like it's so funny but I'll do both so I'll shoot portrait and landscape for almost every kind of set that we do so that they have that and then also something to consider when you're working with that photographer is look at their contract to see if you're allowed to make any changes to those photos so like for example for me like I don't have any clauses where if you want to crop a photo and make it square I don't care but there are photographers out there who will say you can't do that and so when you if you are working with a photographer who is like that who's like you can't make any changes ask them to make those changes for you so that you have everything you need. So if you need square, like, and it would be hard, it would be hard to find a photographer who would say like, no, you can't make that photo square because that's Instagram. And that's like why we get photos. So I'm most, you just, just talk with them about that. Like, here's where I'm using them. Here's what I need. Are you okay with this? Or if not, can you please send me photos that have Mm -hmm. all of these sizes so that I can use them effectively in my socials? That it's funny, something that I didn't even realize but as I've worked in this industry for longer, you do have photographers who are like, that's my art. So you can't change it. Right. And so that's kind of, yeah, it was like, it's like, don't cut your own bangs. <laughs> Same kind of concept. <laughs> but that made um, a lot of sense, actually. I never thought of that before. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like some photographers like myself, I don't care, like crop it, whatever you need to do, totally fine. But yeah, some photographers are a little bit more rigid in their contracts in that way. And so just making sure they know what you need so that they can deliver that for you. I love this. This has been so helpful. I feel like it's been brand photos 101. And (laughs) I feel like my listeners now have everything they need to find the perfect photographer prep for their shoot, and just really get the most out of the experience. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jamie. Where can my audience go to find out more about you? Yeah, they can come and find me on Instagram. I'm just at Jamie Cornish Branding. I'm on Facebook too. Not that I'm like really on there all that often. And for marketing, we have a YouTube channel too. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.